The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleya of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Very important subject because the moment you can understand the laws of prayer, you would be very, very intentional with how you pray. Because now you know that you are not praying hoping to get an answer you are praying because you know that you will get an answer praise god that's a wonderful session of praise by the anointed dynasty praise god hallelujah it was jiving hallelujah amen hey glory to god all right so last week let us look at it we said prayer all right first of all those of you watching uh, from your homes we would like you to do something for us we would like you to share the live stream all right on facebook on twitter on all your platforms put it on your whatsapp stories your facebook stories the links so that people can join us praise the lord all right you can also do something interactive you can take a picture of yourself all right watching um, from home and putting it on social media all right it's a virtual service we have a minimum um, attendance at the um, Surulere Center. Praise God. So we said last week that prayer is the act of soliciting heavenly intervention in earthly matters. Prayer is the act of soliciting earthly, heavenly intervention in earthly matters. And our theme scripture, the scriptures we used for that was Genesis 20, 17 and Numbers 11 and verse 2. Our theme scripture for this um, series is St. Mark's Gospel, chapter number 11 and verse 23. Let's turn in there. St. Mark's Gospel, chapter number 11, from verse 23 into 25. And I want you to pay attention and follow as we teach today, all right, because it's going to help you, um, very help you a lot. All right, we mentioned, all right, that prayer is a protocol set up by God for men to legally request from him that which they require on the earth. Then we were able to give six reasons why we make prayer to God. Okay, we said, number one, we pray to God because God is the father of all spirits. Um, and as such, is able to influence all spirits, Hebrews 12, 9. We said we pray because God is creator of heaven and earth. He is the sovereign of the universe, Genesis 1, 1. We said we pray to God because God is the only one who is able to answer anyone at any time, irrespective of tribe, class, or nationality. We also said we pray because God is everywhere at every time. He can answer everyone at any time because he is spirit, John 4, 14. And we said we pray because God is able to answer and that the ability of God to intervene and deliver is the trust of prayer. We pray because he is able. Genesis 12, 2. Then we also said that we pray because God is willing to answer. Now that brings us to today, where we are now going to be talking about laws, all right, in prayer. We talk about the first one, the law of faith. The law of faith in prayer. Now I know a lot of times we've heard many things about law of faith, um, our faith and things like that. We're going to see some new things here. Look at Mark chapter 11, verse 23. And he says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever what he said. So we see here the law of faith explained that, in that the law of faith states that if a man shall believe in his heart, and confess that which he believes, all right, in his heart with his tongue, he shall have whatsoever what he says. Which means that because man is a spiritual being, man is a spiritual uh, um, organism, he is able to create what? Spiritual realities, or he is able to translate and make alive things that exist in the realm of his spirituality. And he is able to make those things that are uh, that exist in his realm of his spirituality come into manifestation through words. Are you seeing this? So he said, all right, all right, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, all right, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. But you now find that the law of faith is stated in 23, but we now see that the law of faith was stated in verse 23 to be used in prayer. Faith is to be used in prayer. All right? That is what faith in God is to be used in prayer. This is what separates faith from positive conventions of the New Age movement in that the law of faith applies to the believer in the place of prayer. So, in verse 24, 
Jesus now goes on to say, therefore, so when you see the word therefore, you must find out what it is what? Therefore. So he says therefore. So that means 23 was therefore 24. He said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye what? Desire. When ye pray, believe that ye what? Receive them and ye shall what? Have them. Now, he said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that ye what? Receive them and you shall what? Have them. Question. When are we to believe that we have what we've prayed for? Is it before we pray or after we pray or when we pray? So that means prayer is a receiving activity. When we pray is when we receive. So the man who prays must pray with faith in his heart that the process of prayer is a process of receiving. That the activity called prayer is how he gets answers from God. Prayer is not a religious exercise that you just carry out, all right, religiously. No, prayer is a means of soliciting or re getting um, or requisitioning things from the Father, things from the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. So when we pray, we get answers. When we pray, it's because we know that through the process of praying, we get answers. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, we said the law of faith in prayer. So now, let us define faith because the foundational basis for prayer is faith in God. The reason why you pray to God is because you have faith in his ability and his capacity to answer you. You have faith in his ability to answer. You have faith in his capacity to answer. And you have faith in his willingness to answer. So the foundational basis for prayer is faith in God. What is faith? Let's define faith. Faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of God. Faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of God. Now, if faith is a response of the human spirit, it therefore means that faith is spiritual. Faith is not mental. Faith is spiritual. Faith is a spiritual activity. God is spirit, and they that worship him was worshiping him in what? In spirit and in what? In truth. So it means that if we are going to speak the language of God, which is faith, and operate in the class of God, which is the faith class, it must mean we must have the same essence as he, uh, as he does, which is spirit. Glory to God. That's why Jesus Christ says in John's Gospel chapter 3, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Then he goes on to say, except a man be born of, born of water, that is the spirit, he cannot what? Enter into the kingdom of God. Then in 6, he says, that which is born of the flesh is what? Is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. So for a man to operate in the faith realm, he has to be spirit. He has to be born again. Glory to God. So faith is a response of the human spirit to the word of God. Faith is taking God at his word. So, faith is taking God at his word. So, you've seen in the two definitions we've given of faith, the word of God is in both definitions. Alright? Because without the word of God, there cannot be faith. If without the word of God, there cannot be belief. Because faith simply means to believe. Faith simply means to trust. The Greek word pistis means to trust. That's what it means. Oh, glory to God. All right, that's what it means. Faith simply means to believe. Faith simply means to trust. So without the word of God, there can be no faith. Because the word of God is the basis for which faith comes. Look at Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. It says there, Romans 10, 17, it says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Turn it there. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that means if the word is not heard, faith cannot come. It means that the supplier of faith is the word of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So faith is a response or the fruits of hearing. You are going to have faith in God to the degree you hear the word of God. You are going to have faith in God and faith for manifestations to the degree to which you are, you hear the word of God. For you will not have any more faith greater than your knowledge of the word of God. Faith is a response of the fruit of hearing. 
faith, Bible faith always comes by hearing the word of God. For example, Abraham had faith because God spoke to him in Genesis chapter number 12. Look at it, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Genesis chapter number 12 and verse 1. Let me tell you something that is very important for you to know. All right. When it comes to working with God, it is good for you to be rooted and grounded in the word. It is good for you to be rooted and grounded in the word. God is not emotions. God is not feelings. God is spirit. So if you are going to relate with him in a consistent and in a stable way, you must be grounded in the word. For the ground being grounded in the word gives you a consistent and steady backbone to be able to what? Get the same kinds of response because you are rooted in what the word of God has said. Look at Genesis chapter 12. And verse 1, it says, now the Lord, look at it. It says, now the Lord had said unto what? Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will what? Show thee. Verse 2, it now says, and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be what? A blessing. Next verse. Verse 3 now says, and I will bless them that bless thee and cause them that cause thee. Go on. All right, and in this shall all families of the earth be what? Be blessed. Next verse, verse 4. It now says, So Abraham did what? Now, Abraham departed because of what God said to him. Is that correct? Are you following that? So that means when the Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness, it means that the believing of Abraham was tied to what God said to him. Is that correct? So faith comes by what? Hearing. So you cannot be in faith for something without the word being the basis for that faith you have. There is not, faith is not wishful thinking. Let me give you four things faith is not. Faith is not wishes. You know, it's not wishful thinking. That's number one. There are many people that have things they wish for. Wishing things doesn't mean you are in faith for them. Number two, faith is not mechanical. Some folks think, oh, when they are saying it over, over and over again, over and over again, it is mine, it is mine, it is mine, it is mine, then they are in faith. No, faith is not mechanical. Number three, Faith is not logical. Faith is not one plus one equals to two. Amen? Faith is not logical. There was a time there was a famine where Isaac was, and the logical thing to do was for Isaac to go into Egypt, but God said, don't go into Egypt. Praise God. Stay where you are or prosper you where you are. Glory to God. So when you are walking in faith, you are walking at the frequency of what God has said to you. All right, what God has said to you in the written word, what God has said to you by his spirit that dwells on your inside. So faith is not logical. And number four, faith is not positive thinking. Oh, let's just think on good things, not bad things. That's not faith. Faith comes by the word. Faith begins with the word and ends with the word. Faith begins with the word and ends with the word. So a man a woman of faith would be a man or woman that is giving too much listening to the word because faith comes by what? Hearing the word. Glory to God. Faith comes by what? Hearing the word. A man or woman of faith is someone who will be giving too much listening to the word. They will listen to the word. Why? Because it is via the vehicle of listening that hearing happens. You cannot hear what you are not listening to. That is why you find out in the Old Testament, you say, hacking, hacking, hacking. Take heed. All right? Verily, verily. Take attention to this. Why? Because it is your listening capacity that will determine your believing capacity. What you give yourself to in terms of listening will determine whether or not you have the capacity to believe and to make faith moves. Glory to God. You know, very, very important for us to note. Listen, let me tell you something. See, there are times when God will give you instructions and things he wants you to do. All right. That will look bigger than you. Okay. Most times when people get to that, those kinds of instructions, sometimes God gives them those instructions way before they are ready for them. And what you should do between the time he gives you the instruction to the time of manifestation is that you should build your faith muscles. You should build your what? Your faith what? Your faith muscles. 
How do you build your faith muscles? The first step to building your faith muscles is by listening. Jesus Christ talked about different kinds of faith in the Gospels. He says, O ye of what? Little faith. Remember that? O ye of what? Little faith. All right. Then he talks about what? There's weak faith. Glory to God. Then he talks about what? Great faith. Hallelujah. Great faith. Great faith. And usually great faith just has to do with them recognizing Jesus for who he is, all right, and acting on what he has said they should do. Little faith is usually faith that is based on little information. They don't, they don't have inf enough information concerning what they want from God. Glory to God. Weak faith has information, but is not able to act on it. Praise God. Praise God. So to build your faith muscles, number one, pay attention to listening. Have a system to listening to the word of God. Hallelujah. Have a system to listen to the word of God. Have a word consumption system. A word consumption mechanism. There are times when you should binge on the word. You see, when I'm talking about a system of the word, you know, for example, how many of you have a system to eating? You have twice a day eating. You have thrice a day eating. All right, God forbid you do once a day eating because of this buari, um, this thing. But you see, if you feed on the word, buari, buari, uh, buari will not affect you too much. Glory to God. Yeah, you, it won't affect you too much. Glory to God. So what you do is have a system where, okay, I listen to messages, one message a day. Or I, I listen to two messages a day. Then I binge on messages. Maybe I lock myself up once in two weeks or once in a week and listen to messages all day. What that does is that as you are doing that, you are supplying your spirit man. Supplying your spirit man with words of faith. Glory to God. With what? Words of faith. So the first step to building your faith muscles is listening to the word of God. The second step to building your faith muscles is by acting on the word of God. Action. Exercise is key. Don't ask God for his will when it is clearly stated in the word. Amen. You don't ask God for clarity, Lord, show me your will. It's clearly stated in the word. So, for example, you have, you know, you know, maybe we actually think that faith is only demonstrated in faith for things. There's faith demonstrated in human evangelism. You are afraid of preaching the gospel to somebody. But the Bible says, go ye therefore. So what do you do? You spend time feeding on salvation basics. Information concerning salvation, how to lead someone to Christ. All of those things that we have on Telegram, on the WhatsApp, or, uh, on, sorry, on, on the website. You listen and listen, listen. You have filled yourself with the word of God. What's the next thing to do? Go and preach. And the more you go out to preach, you now find out that your faith in your ability, in God's ability in you to share the gospel with somebody else, what does it do? It increases. So there is feeding, then there is acting. All right. You will not grow in the faith of God if you don't act. Hallelujah. A man who eats but does not exercise will grow fat. But if he eats and exercises, he will be fit. Are you following? So, getting yourself in perfect spiritual shape must be a good balance of listening to the word of God, reading the word of God, and what? Doing the word. And here is the truth. If you listen to the word and feed on the word sufficiently, you will do it unconsciously. Glory to God. Doing the word is tied to feeding in the word. Doing the word of God is tied to what? Feeding in the word. So, Bible faith always comes by hearing the word, and faith is a response or the fruit of hearing. Faith begins with the word and ends with the word. So in prayer, the law of faith is applied first by having a basis in the word which has been believed on, and upon which we make our requests. Because faith means conviction. So when I'm going to God and asking for something, I am asking because I have heard something from the word or read something in the word. Are you following? Let's say, for example, I need healing. Glory to God. And I read in the word that Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was what? 
God was with him. I have read that he said in Exodus 15, 26, I will permit none of these diseases, glory to God, to come upon you that came upon the what? Upon the Egyptians. Glory to God. I have read that. I have read that, all right, that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead, he that same spirit lives in you, he that raised up Christ from dead shall also what? Vitalize your what? Mortal bodies. So on the basis of those scriptures, I go to God in prayer for what? Healing. So the scriptures are the footstool I stand on when I am praying. Prayer is not wishful thinking. Prayer is a legal request. So you are praying and you are standing upon the written word. The promises of God. What God has said. You stand on that and say on the basis of the Father I ask in the name of Jesus. Alright. You come saying the scripture says that whatsoever I ask in the name of Jesus you will what? You will give it me. So that means I am coming to God because of my faith in what? What the word of God says about what? The name of Jesus. Through faith in his name. This man has been made what? Every which what? Whole. Through faith in his name. So I come. My approach is because of what the word of God has said. So that's why the first thing to tackle in prayer is what? Is an understanding of the word. You see, you can pray to God and get circumstantial results. But if you want to get consistent answers to prayer, you must understand how prayer works. Are you following what I'm saying here? You must understand the principle behind it. So the first thing is, is you must ensure that you're asking in accordance with the word. Look at Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9 from verse 1 to 3. Daniel goes to God to pray. And he goes to God to pray, and he's talking to God about some, what, the nation of Israel. But you're going to find out that the, the basis for which Daniel goes to pray was the scriptures. Daniel chapter 9. And verse 1, he says, the first, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, the seed of Medes, which was made king over the realm of Chaldeans. Verse 2, what does he say? He says, well, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books. The number of the years, listen, he said, I, Daniel, understood what? By books. The number of the years, whereof the word of the Lord came to who? Jeremiah, what? The prophet. That he would accomplish what? 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Praise God. So that means, Daniel is saying, the basis for which I went to God in prayer was the prophecy of who? Jeremiah. So he went to God to say, Father, because of the prophecy of Jeremiah, I am asking. Are you following what I'm saying here? Because of the prophecy of Jeremiah, I am what? I am asking for this. I am asking for this. I am asking for this. You too, when you pray, make the word the basis for which you make requests. Glory to God. Glory to God. So you now get to a point where you are discussing with God. You are making supplications to God and you are using the scriptures as your basis. Glory to God. You're saying, Father, the word of God says. The word of God says. For example, you're praying for enlightenment. You're saying, Father, your word says, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, fill the earth. All right? Your word tells me that I have been mandated, energized, blessed to multiply upon the earth, to multiply the image of your son upon the earth. Therefore, Father, I am asking in the name of Jesus for the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said, praise God. For the nations of the earth. You are praying, you are praying that way. Scriptures are your basis. Glory to God. Scriptures are your basis. You are going out on a trip. You don't say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. You know one thing I found that many of us, tongues have spoiled us. Praise God. Speaking in tongues has actually spoiled us. So when you want to pray, you just go, and sometimes you find out that that person that is speaking in tongues like that, mentally is not there. So you are not carrying your mind along with you when you are praying. Such that when the interpretation of what you are saying in tongues comes, your mind is not at home to receive it. So you are edified in your spirit and you feel good. But your mind, you understand? You know the house. So because it's not at home, it cannot receive the answers that you need in the atrium to do something. So that's why many times... Praying in your spirit, very good. But also praying your understanding using the word, engaging the word. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. You are going on a trip. Glory to God. All right. And you know, they said there's a lot of issues on the road. You now want to pray. You don't say, Father, I just I thank you for all that you have done for me. Your word says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of my God, He is my refuge and He is my fortress, my present help in the time of need. All right. A thousand shall fall at my right hand, ten thousand at my right. You shall not come near me. But with my eyes will I behold what? Ah, yay. He will keep. He has given his angels charge over me, lest I dash my foot against a stone. You say, For Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, on this journey that I'm going on, I ask for protection in my way. I ask that the roads are safe. In the name of Jesus, I am kept safe and them that are with me. In the name of Jesus, because the word of God says, Because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, I have protection. With long life, have you satisfied me? And you show me your salvation. You understand? You're quoting the word. Glory to God. So that means the basis for prayer is conviction and faith in what? In the word. So that means I go to God in prayer because of my conviction of what the word has said. Are you following what I'm saying here? So there is no effective prayer life without an understanding of the word. There is no effective prayer life without an understanding of the word. And one thing that happens to consistent exposure to the, a man that um, has consistent exposure to the word of God is that that man will be prayerful. That man will be prayerful. If a person tells me that he feeds on the word a lot but doesn't pray, I would know that something is wrong with that person's manner of feeding. Because one thing feeding on the word does to a man is that he makes that man prayerful. Fellowship with the word gives you a basis to fellowship with the king. Glory to God. Because the word of God gives you a vocabulary with which to communicate and fellowship with God. Glory to God. So you find that as you begin to study the word of God and you discover truth, you say, oh, Father. And you are communicating and fellowship with God. You no, know, all prayer is not requests. There are times where prayer is about what? Fellowship. You're just fellowshipping God. You're fellowshipping with the Lord in his word. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So there cannot be prayer or faith without a foundation in the word. All right? So faith is taking God at his word. Say this with me. Faith is taking God at his word. You need to learn to be a child when it comes to God. When God says... Jump seven times. You jump seven times. I have given it to you. Yes, sir. I believe it. Glory to God. You take God at what? At his word. The man that asks too much questions, when God gives him instructions, we never see manifestation. Faith is obeying God even while you don't understand the instruction. And I can show you, Abraham, do you understand the details? Of is leave your father's house and your mother's house. How many of you understand that I didn't understand details? I can tell you that when God told Moses to take Israel out of Egypt, he didn't understand the full details. He, he, he wasn't told that there was going to be a what? A Red Sea. He wasn't told that. God did not give him the full information. And let me tell you something about walking with, in faith with God. God doesn't give you the full picture at once. Because if you saw the full picture at once, then it's no longer faith. He will give you and lead you instruction by instruction. Such that you will need a lifestyle of faith and obedience to get to the end of the journey. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you see now how faith cannot be mechanical? And how prayer cannot be mechanical? And faith and prayer is a function of a relationship. Are, are you following what I'm saying here? Are you following what I'm saying here? All right. So while faith, because we're talking about the principle and the law of faith. So that means faith must be involved in prayer for prayers to be answered. Look at James chapter 1 and verse 6. The man who doubts cannot receive anything from God. There are people that are professional doubters. They have MSc, MNI, PhD, professoral scholarship in doubting. Whenever somebody mentions good news, they are the ones that always say, put a doubt inside. Hallelujah. Ah! Sister Choma, she married a very good guy. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! This professional data comes and says, hmm, hmm, hmm. 
it's not that I want to this thing now. Are you sure he's a good guy? How do you know? He might have another child outside. Are you sure he's not Richard? Is this one that he has cars? You know, professional doubters. They always believe the bad thing about the story. I'm not have met people like that. They always, you know, they always see the wrong thing. You know, they always see things from the bad side. Praise the Lord. When God blesses them, they are, they are expecting that things will get bad. So they say, oh, let us save because things may get bad. This may not be always with their professional doubters. May you be sacked from that profession in Jesus' name. James chapter 1 verse 6. He said, let's start from verse 5. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask from God. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give it to all men liberally. So God gives liberally. That word liberally also means promiscuously. Glory to God. You know, just like a prostitute that never says no. All right? God never says what? No. God's answer is always yes and what? Amen. So I want wisdom. Take. I want understanding. Take. How much do you want? Take, take, take. Glory to God. So it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men. How many men does he give to? How many men does he give to? So that means it's not, you can't come to God and say, God will say, I don't like your face. No, he says, give it to all men, liberally. And he says what? He operated not. That word operated means that he doesn't find fault. So God does not find fault all right, in the person who is asking. Are you following what I'm saying? God does not find fault in the person who is asking. He upbraided not. He doesn't find fault. And he says, and he shall what? Be given. Now, this is where there's an issue. In verse 6, look how he says. He now says, but let him ask in what? Let him ask in what? Faith. Not in what? Wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Seven, look at what he says, very importantly. He says, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So the doubter will never receive. Glory to God. The doubter will never receive anything from God. And the reason why the doubter will never receive anything from God is this. God does not function in the realm of doubt. Doubt is the realm of the mind. God is not a mind. God is a spirit. Faith is of the spirit. You cannot find faith in the mind. Praise God. I said praise God. You cannot find faith in the mind. You find faith in the spirit. So just as faith is how we receive from God in prayer, doubt is how we cannot receive from God. Let's say you ask God for something. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says that when you ask is when you receive. Is that correct? Is that correct? It means that after I have asked God for this thing, all right, in my behavior, in my confessions, do I have what I've asked for? I said, do I have what I have asked for? Do I have what I have asked for? It means in my place of prayer, I must thank God for what I have asked for. When I'm talking with people, I must thank God, all right, about what I have asked for. Glory to God. Because when I prayed was when I received when I prayed was when I what? I received. Glory to God. So for example, I cannot pray in the morning and say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I ask you, all right, based on your word that says that you will prosper the works of my hand. I ask you for increase, a hundredfold increase. And I believe that I have it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a hundredfold increase in order that you, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Then someone comes and asks me, how, how are things? How are oh, things are terrible. Oh my God, these are, these are terrible. This is really bad. You know? But, but you say, but, you say, but Pastor, I'm actually broke. I don't have money. This is another way to say it. You, don't say, you can say, well, even though right now, financially, I'm not where I want to be, but I believe God has gone ahead. Hallelujah. All right. And opened the storehouse of heaven. I'm, I am confident of a better tomorrow. I'm, uh, Q1 was really terrible. It was not what I wanted, but I'm confident that the Lord God of heaven has gone ahead and Q2 will be much better. Oh, you are looking for a job. You've asked God for a job. And you say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, glory to God. All right. Your, your, your word, your word says, all right, that he that does not walk must not eat. All right. Lord, I want to eat. And so therefore I want to work. So, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, <laughs> I'm, I, I declare, I, I'm asking that you open doors for me. 
in organization, in corporate set, um, setup, be detailed. Tell God what you what you do. Oh, Father Lord, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, Father Lord, I am an act uh, actuarist. Oh, Father Lord, I'm a business manager. Oh, Father Lord, I am a creative writer. Oh, Father Lord, I trade Bitcoin. Oh, Father Lord, I'm into cryptocurrency. Oh, you understand? So, Father Lord, I'm asking for this, 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 this. I believe I have received this answer in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Now, when somebody now asks you, Alpha, where do you work? You say, right now, I am actually looking for employment. All right? But I am confident that very soon something is going to um, um, show up. All right? Because I have this skill. I have this. So you market yourself. You know, the man of prayer that believes that when he asks God for something, he has the answer. He's confident where he talks. Are you following? He's what? He's confident. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as lions. Glory to God. It is a thing with righteous men to pray. The pray Bible says the heartfelt continued prayer of a what? Righteous man. Because righteous men, prayer is what they do. So when you come out of that place of prayer, you talk confidently. I'm in between jobs right now. All right, I left my previous place of employment. I'm looking for new opportunities. Glory to God. And I'm believing God that something that fits my career is going to turn up very soon. Praise God. I'm fully confident that I will be able to bring a serious value out to whatever organization that gives me an opportunity to work in them. And I'm seriously on the lookout for something. Glory to God. I said glory to God. When somebody hears you talk like that, they will take note of what you are saying. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Not, ah, there's no job anywhere. I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I mean, my God, this country is really going to, it has gone to the dogs. Listen, it doesn't solve anything. Your words can either suck out the confidence in you, or your words can actually embolden you. How many of you have come to church and you have heard faith fit words and you left church full of hope, full of faith, stirred up to believe God? How many of you have had that? Then how many of you have been in, in groups, maybe even on Twitter, on Facebook, and the way they broke down how terrible and bleak the country is, and all that faith flew out of the window? Because you are giving hope and faith with words, and you are giving doubt and hopelessness with words too. Be careful of those who feed you hopelessness, and be, be around those who feed your faith. Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. All right, now notice something very important. Ah, I need to move faster. Note that both in, in, in both Mark 11 and James 1, glory to God, prayer or a request is made. All right? But in one case, all right, you know, James 1.6 says that if the man offers prayer in doubt, he will not get anything. So that means two people can be praying. And one will be making his prayer in faith. And the other will be making the prayer in doubt. Glory to God. But they are still doing the same thing. They are still what? Praying. So do not be deceived by how the man goes. Somebody goes, inside him he might be in doubt. The same activity, prayer. One is in faith, one doubts. One doesn't truly believe that what he's praying for will happen. Bible says, let not that man believe. Praise God. Praise God. So in prayer, God is the constant. constant. He answers, but only when prayed, faith is what? Present. So this shows us that our attitude before prayer, during prayer, and after prayer must be in faith. Hallelujah. Our attitude before prayer, during prayer, and after prayer must be in faith. This is only possible when we have a culture of hearing the word, all right, of faith, all right, because faith comes by hearing. Let me, let me, uh, let me teach you something. To ensure that you are always in faith and strong in faith, all right, in addition to what I said, hearing the word of God and what? And what? Acting on it, right? The third thing is this. Be and surround yourself around faith people. Surround yourself with faith people. Surround yourself with faith people. Come to church. That's the point of physical association. That is why people share testimonies. All right? Come to church. Come to church. Come to church. Come and hear faith-filled words. Amen. 
Listen to me. Whenever somebody shares what God is doing in their life, only the foolish man gets envious. Whenever I see God do wonderfully through a man or woman, all right, I don't get envious. I get inspired. You have a choice. When God's hand is on someone, God is using someone, and you see this works of faith, you have a choice. You can be envious or you can be inspired. If you are envious, you'll be outside looking in, running commentary, and doing journalism. But if you are inspired, you will be the second person giving the same testimony. Because what God does for one, he will do for another under the same circumstances. Praise the Lord. Let me say that again. What God does for one, he will do for another under the same circumstances. That is why the woman with the issue of blood got healed by faith. And Jairus' daughter got healed by what? By faith. Faith was the constant circumstance. Outcome, the same. It did not matter what the condition was. One was dead and one was bleeding. But what faith was present in the plus, both scenarios, what was the outcome? There was manifestation. Praise God. I said, praise God. Now, the second law I want to share with you today, and it's very important. I'll just share with you in a few minutes, then we close. Are you learning something here today? Are you learning something here today? All right. Second law to learn, um, want to look at today is the law of desire. The law of desire. Now, you're going to see something interesting here. And you're going to find out something very crazy because you find out how, why we study the grammar in scriptures. Now, look at Mark 11.23 quickly. Go back to Mark 11.23. Or let's go to 24. Actually, because 24 is where we want to go. Mark 11.24. It says... Whatsoever ye desire, when ye pray, therefore I say unto you, what things soever, what things soever, what things soever, ye desire, when ye pray. Now, in English, what does desire mean? What you crave for, right? Right? Craving. What you long for. So, for example, um, we, Pastor Wilson would have one day when he asked Oluchi to marry him, and Oluchi said, Mbano, I'm not marrying you. You understand? We should have gone to God and said, Hey, this is the woman I desire. That means I long for her. I crave her. That is the desire, the longing of his heart. Is that correct? Right? Now, that's what desire means in English. Correct? Correct? All right. However, in the Bible, in the originals, that word desire, you see in Mark 11, 24, does not mean that. The word in Mark 11, 24 is the Greek ITO. How many of you remember ITO? Remember ITO? Everybody's just nodding. <laughs> is it ITO cup? You know, is it uh, FA cup? What is that? <laughs> but I taught you ITO before. What does ITO mean? When the Bible says in Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall what? Receive. The word ask there is ITO. Now, can you imagine the ridiculousness of this thing? How can the same Greek word be translated into two different English words? I don't you understand what I'm saying. Because Matthew 7, 7, go to Matthew 7, 7, when it says ask and you shall receive. Amen. That word ask there is the same word as desire in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Look at it. He said, ask and it shall be given. Ask. That word ask there is ITO. 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 He that asketh, receive it. Now, what does ITO mean? ITO means to call forth. Ever say call forth. So that means when we are talking about ITO, we are talking about speech. You cannot ask without talking. Glory to God. So when he said, whatsoever you desire when you pray, he's saying whatsoever you call forth 
Oh, hallelujah. Whatsoever you call forth when you pray. So that means, in the law of desire, amen, you get what you call forth. You get what you say. Glory to God. This law shows that whatsoever you desire is represented in your words. Oh, hallelujah. I would that many believers knew that they are to pay attention to their words. For words are the transactions made in the place of prayer. Words. Words. Because God is going to do it in accordance with your words. You know what, children of Israel? When they got to the promised land, and the 12 spies went in there to check the land, and the 12 spies came and said, Oh, we are like grasshoppers. Oh my God. Oh my God. How many of you, you, you got to school? You were the best student in your um, secondary school. You were the most brilliant person in your secondary school. You were giving you an award, 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 award. But you now entered 100 level medicine, University of Lagos, or Unsuka, or Unijos. Then, right to your left, you saw the guy that got the highest in jam. Praise God. So you're right, second highest in jam. You, you are feeling good, you know. You got the highest in your university, 254. <laughs> your, your, your secondary school, you got 254. You understand? And they picked you for mercy, maybe because of cash payment, and they just walked it, and you entered. Praise God. <laughs> you entered, and you're feeling good. Ah, mobilian, okay. Ah, ah, I'm a bad do. I'm a bad do. Then you now enter school, just ah, ah, 365. <laughs> <laughs> you now see this other guy. 360 is second. Then you now saw another one. 354. Why, A1 parallel. And you got a word that you'll be the best graduating medical student in that class. <laughs> you now say, ah, Lord, I don't know about that too. That's exactly what happened to these guys. They were going. The twelve spies, they said, ah, they're going. They said, go and check out the land. This is yours. Land flow, Mika, Oni, it belongs to you, big boy. So they're going like, ah, uh-uh, let's go and check out this land now. So they were thinking that the land God was going to take them to, amen, that, you know, it should just be a wonderful land, nobody was there. You understand? As far as God kept it for them, and there was nobody on the land. Then they were like, you know, maybe if they got there, they'll meet a few cripple, you know. So when they were fighting, when you're fighting like this, whoo, 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 you meet someone like this, I will finish you. You know, so they thought that was They thought they were going to be seeing cripples, meme and stuff, you know. I was thinking, I was like, God understands, man. Come on, man. Ah, come on. You give us the word. They get there. Who they meet? They're meeting people like incredible work there. Giants there, you know. Badoos, you understand? Guys that just one punch. They don't need to stress too much. The way they punch, you don't do like this. You have felt it. You understand? <laughs> Show you. <laughs> Those are the guys, you know. Guys that could use the sword where ah, bad guys. Ah! So those spies, they saw them. They said, hey, who are you? They, could, they said, ah, we are tourists. And, and you look like Israelite. They say you want to come and take our land. We? No. We? Ah, no, no. Israelite? No. I'm a Midianite. I mean, no. Ah. No. Take your land, me. Do I look like someone that can meet this aunt? No, I can't. No, 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 no. Please. Can't take your land. Those guys now came back. They now said, oh, yeah. How far? Give us a report. How was the land? Do you know how these foolish people started? They said, ah, the land is indeed flowing with milk and honey. In fact, we have brought the fruits. Come and eat. Come and see what I'm talking about. He said, but there are giants there. <laughs> that these guys have six pack. In fact, I put my head against the six pack. The thing is hard like rock. <laughs> it's not like just Hood. that when we press it to enter, this one is hard. You can't. Ha! We are like Anto. We are not lying for you. I have to tell you the truth. We are like ants. We are sorry. We cannot take this land. Then they pick up stones. 
The people, because obviously now, you've left Egypt. You are going to this, and they say you cannot enter the, the you understand, ah, this Lanka. They picked up so they wanted to kill you, see. And God said to them, he said, as you have said in your words, that's what I'm going to do to you. Because desire, this desire, praise God, all right, is what? In words. Is ITO. Is the same word as call forth or ask. Glory to God. So whatsoever you ask, God is going to give you what to ask. So be very careful about what you're asking for. Praise God. You will get what you're asking for. The dangerous thing about prayer is that it is what you are asking for that you will get. <laughs> Praise God. So for those of you who like asking God for things that agree with your mentality of what you think God can do. Have you noticed that some people, that's what they do. Some of you, that's what they do. You ask God for things you feel God can do. You say, Father, Lord, I'm not asking for a brand new. I'm asking for what I think you can, you can afford. You understand? Just give me a Nigerian use, I'm fine. I just need something to get from here to here. Praise God. And you are going to get that. You are going to get it. It will get you from here to here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Stop asking God for things that your poverty mindset has limited you to believe for. Stop letting your locality determine your prayer points. Praise God. Your mind does not have the capacity to ask God for something bigger than what he can afford. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? So the word desire is the Greek I too, which means call for, beg, or demand. I too is always vocalized. It is never quiet. For those of you that pray in your mind. Amen. Say, God, hears my secret. Listen. Will you open your mouth and pray? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we have the word I tell in Mark 11, 23, 24. Call forth. Colossians 1, 9. So you call it forth. Look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. You call it forth in prayer. Man takabaya. You are believing God for a child. You say, the word of God says that there shall not be any barren in their midst. So in the name of Jesus, Father, I call forth my children. I call forth my children. Oh, the doctor said low sperm count, and high sperm count, what three sperm, something, something. It doesn't matter. I call forth my children. Are you following what I'm saying? I call forth my children. In the name of Jesus. I call forth my children. In the name of Jesus, I call forth, I call forth my children. Hallelujah. And after you left the place of prayer, glory to God, when you are going and the thoughts come, oh, you barren person, do you know what they are saying? <laughs> the witches are winning. No, no, no. You say, I call forth my children, and my children are here. Hallelujah. I've called them forth a year. Hallelujah. I've called them forth. I am not barren. Hallelujah. I am a fruitful bough. I've called them forth. Glory to God. I've called them forth. Desires are vocalized. It's true words. Colossians 1 9. Look at it. says. He said, For this cause we also, since the day we heard, do not cease to pray for you. And to what? Desire. So that word desire there is what? I too. It means to call forth. So that means in prayer, what Paul was saying, that he might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual world. Understanding. Praise the Lord. Another example, Mark 15, 8. Mark 15, 8. Do you know one of the ways to demonstrate faith? When you pray loudly about the situation. Look at me. Do you know how I found out when we make general prayer points? For example, we say, if you say, let us pray. Let's come against every demonic spirit. What about that when people are loud? Praise God. Aloud. But when I say, let us ask God. So when you say, what are you believing God for? Write it down. Now begin to ask God for those things in faith. Have you noticed what people do? They mutter under their breath. 
Amen. Now, part of it is because you don't want your village people to hear what they are saying. That's not what you get. Well, another reason why people do that is because, all right, there's no confidence. You get? There is no, one of the words for confidence and boldness, the Greek word is paresia. It means to speak freely. You are afraid of speaking those things freely because you are afraid if somebody else heard what you are asking for, they will laugh at you. Let me tell you something. Practice asking God for things loudly. Let everybody hear you. Glory to God. Let everybody what? Hear you. Have faith projects. <laughs> Glory to God. Ask faith projects. I say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm believing you for 20 million naira a year. Glory to God. 20 million naira a year. I believe I receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I put the scriptures there. The word of God says this, 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 this. Amen. 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 You want to build a studio? And now people come and record songs there. Believe God for it. I said, believe God for it. He said, you are 25. Ha. Aren't you reading the news? Amen. Aren't you reading the news? There are guys that bought banks at your age. Not to put any pressure on you. What I'm just saying is, God did not say you have to be a particular age to, for him to ask. Are you following what I'm saying? Amen. Ask him for it. Dare to ask him. Glory to God. Dare to ask him. Dare to ask him. Ask him for it. Ask him for it. Now look at Mark 15. It says, and the multitude crying what? Crying what? Aloud began to desire him to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. So that means the multitude crying aloud began to come forth to him. So that means they expressed what they wanted for him loudly. That's what that is saying because desire there is what is ITU. Praise God. Look at also Mark 15. Sorry, Mark 10 35. Vocalize your desire. Vocalize it. We need to have more people getting faith results in this church. Glory to God. More faith results. In the midst of the recession, your faith must speak loudest. Because it is in the midst of recession that it will be clear that this thing is the work of God. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Yeah, call it forth. You want to begin to end in dollars? You want to begin to end foreign currency? You want the Europe to be open to you, call it forth. Call it forth. You say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree that the nations are opened unto me. And so, Father, I declare right now, I'm asking that the doors of opportunities from across the Atlantic are opened unto me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I receive supply. Hey, talk. Call it forth. Call it forth. Call it forth. Go in for grants. Go in for stuff where they say, oh, do your work, we'll pay you in foreign currency. That's how you act your faith. Hallelujah. Call it forth. Do you have a skill? Go on those sites where you can package a course and you can sell it on those sites and international people can buy. Call it forth. You are connected to God. Do you know what that means? It means you are connected to the impossible. Nothing is impossible. There is no such thing as impossible when it concerns you. Because you are connected to what? To God. Praise God. You are connected to him. Amen. I said amen. Like Elizabeth. You do those articles. Double up on the articles. Those financial stuff. Put it in the right place. Hallelujah. Put in the right place. You can, you can do a course on content writing. Put it on Coursera. Put it on different platforms. And end. Don't be putting it free on Twitter all the time. Glory to God. Call it forth. Call it forth. Listen. Look up to the hills. Stop looking at the ground. Your help comes from the Lord. Tell her, my help comes from the Lord. 
That's louder. My help comes from the Lord. Louder. My help comes from the Lord. Amen. If there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. If there is a man or woman to pray, there is a God to answer. There was this man of God, as I close. This man built an orphanage by faith and ran it by faith. Whenever he, he would get all these kids off the, off the streets, you know, and they would live with him. So when they want to have breakfast, they will come together and pray that God should supply. And sooner or later, God will speak to someone to go and drop some groceries in front of the orphanage. And they get the groceries. And they, I mean, that guy built and sustained it by faith. Because there's a God that hears prayer. Only if you offer that prayer by faith. Listen, having faith in God when you pray is respecting God. Respect. You have to give God the respect he deserves. And the way to respect him is by having faith in him. Believing him. The way to disrespect God is by doubting what he says. Having faith in God is respecting him. Praise God. Praise God. Call it forth. Oh, you are on 70,000 naira right now. The naira is losing value. How much do you need to be okay? Amen? In the natural sense, I have to get promoted. I have to I have to I have to die. Hey, 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 hey. Can you shut up first? Can we take this thing to God first? How much do you need to be okay? You say, well, Pastor, all right, if I get 300,000 naira per month, I'm fine. It'll be unto you according to your desire. <laughs> Praise God. If we said, what of, would 5 million naira a month be okay? You'll be dizzy. Your mind cannot take it. Are you following that? Notice something. Listen. Listen to me. And I want you to pay attention. Remember, desire is what you call forth. In Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus has said there that if uh, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he what? Which means that in the law of faith, what God has said is also as important as what you see. Believing what God has said, all right, is also as important in you believing what, what you have said. So if the desire you express, you are not convinced that God can deliver it to you, you will not see it. So it will, the manifestation will be in accordance with your desire, which is in accordance with what you call forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Here. Here. Praise God. Praise God. Rise up on your feet. Say this with me. You say, I receive in multitudes. Louder, I receive in multitudes. I receive in multitudes. I receive in abundance. I receive in abundance. Because my help comes from the Lord. Louder, I receive in abundance. Keyboard, drum set. I receive in abundance. Because my help comes from the Lord. Increase is mine. Increase is mine. Increase is mine. For the Lord God is my help. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. I walk in divine multiplication. I walk in divine multiplication. I walk in divine abundance. I walk in divine abundance. I walk in divine abundance. I declare resources come from to me from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. I am a magnet.
for supernatural supply. I draw 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 supply. Wherever I go, I'm favored. I'm favored. I have the mark of favor on my life. I have the oil of favor on my life. Wherever I go, I'm favored. I am favored materially. I'm favored materially by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Increase is mine. Increase is mine. Divine ideas are mine. Divine ideas are mine. Divine ideas are mine. Divine execution is mine. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this. Thank you. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.